0: Today's episode was recorded at one of Shakti Durga's regular online Sunday satsangs. Hi everyone, it's Shakti Durga, and welcome to this episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Each episode is going to feature some of the highlights from live trainings, retreats, online classes, and presentations that I've done around the world. If you find value in it, please text the link to the podcast to a friend or share it with your networks. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Namaste. When I was contemplating satsang today, I was feeling into what it is that the great ones have always done through history in moments of change, whether that moment of change has been personal or transpersonal, whether it's been the society and culture changing, whether war has come, whether there's been, well, plague, like now there's always been, great thinkers and people who just seem to know how to help in these times. And so I figure that we should also think about us being those people, those people who just feel guided during times of transition. When we're in our everyday life and everything's going according to plan, that can be very satisfying for a period of time. But have you ever noticed that when you've been in the same thing going on for a long time it starts to get i don't know you just wonder if the grass could be a bit greener on the on in some other pasture if everything just doesn't change if there's nothing new coming into life if there's no challenge if there's nothing just the same old same old works the same homes the same we don't go anywhere new we don't talk to new people we don't it just becomes boring and souls don't like it actually Your soul itself gets dissatisfied when everything stays the same because there's this thing about souls. They actually like 360-degree learning. They don't like being kind of put in a metaphysical box and told, well, you're gonna you're gonna do this on Monday and this on Tuesday and this at 9 a.m. and this at 5 a.m. for the rest of your life. (sighs) Just makes you tired thinking about it, doesn't it? But then on the other extreme, you can have change that's coming through so fast that we lose our footing. It's a bit like being on a treadmill that's going faster and faster and faster, and we don't know how to keep up with all of the things that are happening. So I thought, well, there's times when everything's changing, when we really don't know what's going to happen. And these can be perplexing times for our, for our personality, but generally speaking, exciting times for our soul. And I think that any additional time we can spend in soulful pursuit during this time, which means going within, is going to be really beneficial. And it's been really great to see so many of you obviously taking a lot of comfort or whatever the word is from the many and varied things we've been running online, and I'm sure from other places as well, whatever it is that um, excites you to be lifting and stretching yourself yourself in a consciousness way at the moment. I was also thinking about the ancient alchemists and how it was that they worked away in their laboratories and you just have these pictures of guys in sort of big cloaky kind of things you know and pointy hats and (laughs) looking like mad scientists gone wrong from the medieval period with all kinds of strange looking equipment in their labs and big old books with fancy gold writing in them and Pictures of things that we don't even know what they are. And what were they up to, those people? What were they doing? Well, one of the things they had to do, of course, was disguise their work from very dangerous religious institutions of the time, which brooked nothing other than do the same thing every day for the rest of your life. And that was the way they saw their duty as religionists to keep everybody on the straight and narrow. Anyway, be that as it may, I was thinking about us as alchemists, and we're not in those old labs, we're not in the 1200s, we're in a modern era, but how is it we can be an alchemist in a changing time where we don't really know what's going to happen? And then I had this really funny image of each person being like a giant container of all these tiny little balls, and these tiny little balls were just like gumballs in a gumball machine, all different coloured tiny little balls And we were really massive and there was just zillions of these balls inside of us. And these balls represented our life force and how we go along giving these balls away. And so we dribble a few here and we squirt a few out there and we deliberately give some over here and then we drop a few as we're walking along, they kind of bounce out of us, you know. And I had this really funny image of us leaving bits of ourselves that we're just made out of all these balls and we just keep leaving them places. But that to the universe and to our soul, where we're leaving them depends upon the vibrational landscape that we're leaving them on. So if we're in a happy place with happy people and we leave some of our little balls bouncing around with those happy people, then there's part of our spirit that's locked into that happy, happy kind of energy. And then if we're with really sort of down people and they're really depressed and nothing's ever good enough and they're really critical and they're really judgmental and it just sort of does your head in. But some of your balls are busy popping out at that time, joining into that land. And the more angry you get about it, the more angry, you know, your balls are going out into angry land and some of them are in the depressed land with those other people. And so you end up with none left inside you. They're all scattered all over the place with all the things that have taken your awareness outward and of all different dimensional realities or vibrational realities, and how scattered we feel. Does anyone relate to ever having been in that situation where you feel like you've got a bit of you here and a bit of you there and there's not much left on the inside? I've felt like that. So I hope that somebody else gets the vibe that I'm talking about. And I think as an alchemist, we're relatively powerless when we're in that situation because we're stuck all over the place. We're a bit of us are stuck here and a bit of us are stuck there. And this thing around calling back. Our spirit—it's—it's important, calling back your spirit, and that is sort of phase one in a way of becoming an alchemist in a modern time. But this business of calling your spirit back, there's another aspect to it as well, and that other aspect is okay. So we all visit happy land sometimes, and we all visit annoyed land and sad land and confused land and all these other lands, and we have people that hold those energies in our life for us more or less. But then the alchemy is can I actually call back those dirty brown looking balls that fell out at that level, call them back in and polish them and get all that dirty muck off them and turn them into golden balls of deliciousness and then let them drop back out into the world again so that you're taking that which was kind of sub optimal and transmuting it into something that's really beautiful. And then you just throw them out again, just chuck it out and let it start start to attract to itself what that colour and frequency of little bit of energy is going to bring. So I thought it was just a helpful analogy, at least for me, it was entertaining, is imagining all of these, like you're a gumball machine and there's all these gumballs going everywhere at different vibrational spectrums. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Soul Talk.